If you've been wondering if you're missing something when it comes to your health, when it comes to your weight, when it comes to your healthy lifestyle, that no matter what you do, you can't seem to have the energy you want, uh, the the body confidence, or even just physically, like you feel like it's hard to manage your weight, hard to manage your health, and hard to boost your metabolism. This episode is for you. Today, I am joined by the amazing Dr. Marisa Snyder, who is a functional practitioner, women's health expert, and the author of seven, I think eight, amazing books. Her most recent one is coming out in a week, and that's the Essential Oils Menopause Solution. For the past 10 years, she has lectured at wellness centers, conferences, and corporations on hormone health, essential oils, nutrition, and detoxification. She has been featured at Dr. Oz's, sorry, Oprah Magazine, um, Fox News Health, Mind, Body, Green, and many other publications. She's also the host of the top-rated Essentially You podcast, which is designed to empower women to become the CEO of their health. And so this is her second appearance on the podcast. And I'm just really excited to share with you the amazing things she's talked about around boosting your metabolism naturally, really figuring out simple ways that you can support your hormones so your hormones can support you. And so enjoy this episode, but make sure you do a few things after this episode. One, make sure that you sign up for my newsletter if you're not on it yet to get these weekly episodes delivered to you each and every Tuesday. Go to madewell345.com slash podcast episodes and you can sign up there or the show notes. Make sure you join me live this Thursday as I'm doing a live training on my top tips to balance your essential oils, um, not your essential oils, your hormones naturally and feel good in your body again. But also, please make sure you go and buy her newest book. The essential oils and menopause solution. If you're in the perimenopause or menopause stage, or you just think that you want to really arm yourself with the knowledge and tools to really support your body as it enters that stage, then this book is for you. All right. So you can find access to my newsletter. You can find access to my Facebook group and access to the link for her book all in the show notes. All right. Enjoy this episode. And I can't wait to hear your takeaways. You're listening to the More Than Your Weight podcast, and I am Brianna Wilkerson, your host. For over half my life, I've had to really pay attention to my relationship with food, my body, and myself. As a high schooler, I just started to find my worth in my weight, in my work, and really started to define my my beauty, my body, my value through how I looked. That led to disordered ways of eating, of exercising, and really just not appreciating my body in word and in action. And then when I started to really realize that my worth was not in my weight and that my value was way more beyond than what the scale could ever tell me, I found breakthrough and freedom. And it has been my mission ever since to help other women do the same. I'm on a mission to see other women find peace with food, feel confident in their body again, and develop a healthy lifestyle that's more than about their weight. I don't think weight loss is a bad thing. But I do think when we're approaching it from a place of wanting to find our worth, our value, and our, and our beauty in it, then we have to take a, a second thought and ask ourselves if that's right or not. All right, so on this podcast, I want to help you find freedom. I want to help you see that you can have peace with food. You can feel confident in your body again, and you can develop a healthy lifestyle and cherish the body that you're in and know that it's more than about your weight. 
So you're going to find solo episodes, you're going to find guest interviews, you're going to find episodes where I'm going to just talk from the heart and from the soul and really support you in developing a healthy lifestyle that is mind, body, and soul. And of course, because I'm essential oils lover, I might drop in an essential oil episode from time to time. So I'm just so glad you're here and so honored to be on this version of the podcast with you. So be sure to listen in, rate, review, and also make sure you join my free Facebook group, The More Than Your Weight Women's Community. This is a space where you can unpack all these episodes and more. And also follow me on Insta. I'm there every day sharing behind the scenes of my life and sharing tips to support you in your journey. It's a privilege to journey with you and I can't wait for you to listen to this next episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have on with us again, Dr. Marisa Snyder to talk a little bit about resetting your hormones, losing weight naturally and boosting energy. But really, I really want her to talk. I mean, she'll probably talk about this just uh, about the beautiful book she's just written on essential oils for perimenopause and menopause. And this is just a stage of life. So many women are in, I'm not in that stage of life right now, but a lot of the clients I serve and even just the women I talk to just struggle so much and they think it's normal. But as you shared in your book and the summit and all your work, there's a way to get around a lot of these symptoms. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah. So I just wanted you to kind of share a little bit more about your story and what really got you into this particular field around helping women and women's health and hormones. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, the biggest part of of the reason why I do this beautiful work, I love to serve women is that for most of my adult life, since I can remember, I had hormone issues. And my mama had hormone issues. My sister had hormone issues. My grandmother had hormone issues. And I have a feeling millions of other women are struggling with hormones as well. And started when I was 17, 18 years old, I was having period problems and went to the doctor and they were like, you know what, we could shut your period off entirely with this shot, with the Depravera shot. And I went on that thinking that that was the way that you handled um, your menstrual cycle. And I thought like, oh, this is so great. Um, but the symptoms that ensued because I was on this crazy, crazy shot was insane, horrible headaches, migraines. I gained more weight. I had a horrible pill, like, um, Depravera shot bleeds. It was just a hot mess. And, and what a really interesting statistic is that 50% of women who go on to birth control actually get off of birth control within a year because the symptoms are so severe. And that was me. By the time I was like 19, I would, I chucked the shot. Took me a year to get my cycle back on track, like even it come back online. Like that is some major post-birth control syndrome, which so many women are dealing with. And then um, spent the most of my 20s ignoring my cycle. As, as, as women did then, thank goodness we're educating more and more women. Um, and I ran, I ran like a freight train. I was addicted to stress. I was a certified stressaholic and I ran as fast as I could until one day I literally just Mack trucked into some severe chronic fatigue. I was 30 years old. I was in practice. I was seeing patients. And a lot of the women that I was seeing were in their forties um, and fifties and were exhibiting a lot of different symptoms, brain fog, hot flashes, insomnia, um, weight issues, 
all across the board and their doctors had them on, you know, anti-anxiety medications, cholesterol medications. They had them on migraine meds and just treating all of these issues separately when it was all collectively due to some serious hormonal imbalances with some root cause components. And I remember them coming to me with a slew of these. And I was looking literally at a mirror of myself, just, I was 30. I wasn't 40 yet. And, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to figure this out. I was crawling through life and um, went to a doctor who specialized in hormones, thinking that she was going to have the cure of all cures. Um, and we ran my labs and everything was hot mess central. Everything was off. Um, and she gave me two prescriptions. One was birth control. Um, which was a hell no. And then the other one was Xanax, which was also a hell no. So I walked out of that doctor's office defeated, just, just, just disillusioned by the whole process, like of what, what I thought I was going to get and, um, and determined, determined to figure out how to really heal my body, how to overcome this massive chronic fatigue where I was dragging myself from one thing to the next. And, um, I also realized as I was sitting in my car that day, just trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself, um, that I knew so many other women just like myself were walking through that door, heading into her office for the same issues. And she was going to provide them with the same scripts. And I knew that I needed to be a part of the solution to helping women actually really navigate what's really going on with their bodies and to do it in a natural way that didn't involve a bunch of medications that weren't going to do anything for them. So here we are 10 plus years later. Yeah. And you've just done so much since then. I mean, we just talked, is this your eighth, ninth book? I've, you it's know, my, it's my eighth, eighth book. You have an amazing podcast. You have, I mean, you do do a tarot, like you just have so many things and did all that happen in like 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Actually all that happened in less than 10 years. Yeah. Less than 10 years. Um, yes. Wow. So amazing. I mean, I just think the work it's amazing when you get your chronic fatigue under control. What yeah, you what you do. can do, <laughs> you know, and even the fact, I mean, to give you a testament, I know you just had a beautiful baby boy. It's like, you did a lot while pregnant with him. I mean, you were probably finishing up the book. You, you put together a summit and you, I mean, you had him and then you hosted the summit. You're doing this book launch. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think different people have different energy levels, but I think a lot of the work you did in taking care of your body allowed you to do that too. Mm-hmm. So boost of energy right there. Um, so, you know, this podcast is about really supporting women in, you know, um, sustainable weight loss, as you and I know that weight isn't the only thing we should really consider around your health, but it does, it does play a factor. Right. And so, um, before we even talk a little bit about the hormones that impact your weight, I would just love for you to talk about that. Just the idea that, you know, I think us women were so caught up in that scale number and we're ignoring all the other health things going on in our life. So what are some of the other things that we could think about in regards to that could just be health indicators for us that we should strive towards? Mm, opposed to getting opposed to a number on the scale. Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing that at least for me, and, and I speak and I, you know, I've surveyed tens of thousands of women over the years, mostly women in their late 30s, 40s and 50s. Usually when we start to notice that our resilience and our capacity is definitely beginning to change and shift all of a sudden, again, us freight training through life, we are not able to do it as effectively as we used to. So I think one of the biggest indicators for health for so many of us is going to be energy. 
is how do I feel at three o'clock in the afternoon? How do I feel at seven o'clock at night? Like how, how do I feel when I wake up in the morning? Am I literally dragging my booty out of bed just to, just to start the day? So I think that's a big indicator. The other big indicator, at least for me is, is over, is overall well-being, you know, happiness, joy, you know, how, how do I want to feel that day in terms of, um, of how I want to show up, how I want to show up for my son, how I want to show up for my family, how I want to show up for you. I, I, I asked myself that before we got on this interview, I was like, how do I want to show up for her today? Um, in, in this moment, you know, despite that I'm like, cause I was racing around like a little Tasmanian devil trying to get ready. Cause I had just fed my son. I was, you know, and so I was like, okay, center up. How do I want to show up? And I think those are major indicators for how, how we're, how we're feeling. Also, if we're getting a good night's sleep, hopefully, hopefully many of us who don't have brand new babies <laughs> aren't doing night feedings are getting good sleep. Right. And so I would say those are some of the, the biggest indicators. And then di and then I would say brain function. Are you feeling, are you feeling sharp? Are you feeling alert? Are you feeling like you're firing on all cylinders? Or all of a sudden you forgot the next word in the sentence. I think those are really big indicators for overall health for us as women, because I know that we are trying to show up in the world, not only for our families, but for every, you know, whoever we're serving, whatever our mission is. And if those things aren't locked in and we're and running like a fine-tuned machine, ooh, we are going to notice. Um, and I those will be the things. I mean, those for me, those are the, those are the indicators when I am functioning properly or when things are off the rails. Yeah, no, I think those are very important because at the end of the day, I think when, when we want, you know, when women want to lose weight, they want those things. They think weight loss yeah. is the key to, and it may, maybe it is, but actually I think sometimes it's the things you're doing to lose weight. Like you know, eating more nutritiously, exercising, that is giving them that energy, that vitality, that brain function. So I just wanted someone else to, to share that too. So I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know, so since we're talking about hormones and weight, you know, what would you say is the most common hormonal imbalances that cause us to hold on to stubborn weight or have weight resistance? Mm -hmm. Well, you think about what is our core mode of operation? I know a lot of us may think, you know, maybe it's taking care of family or da, 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 whatever that may be. No cord mode, core mode is survival. So your body is going to choose survival over anything. The problem is, is that your brain is trying to disseminate what survival is like, when is it necessary to go into survival mode? And what used to be a good reason was when we were being chased by somebody or we were trying to get food in the wilderness, you know, we were literally trying to survive. Today, when we go into survival mode, it is because your mama just sent you a text about your sister. Um, you were on Instagram and you felt triggered. Um, you are running late to a meeting or to a doctor's appointment for your, for your baby or yourself or whoever, you know, you're just, or you've got an endless to-do list. I ain't going to show you mine girl. Cause it's a little embarrassing right here. I, I we're on, she and I are on video right now. And, and you're just trying to get through this to-do list. And then you go to sleep at night and you maybe got through half of it and it rolls over the next day, right? And so every time that happens, you trigger up a stress response system. And when we trigger up the stress response system, two things go on. Your central nervous system gets jacked up. Um, that sympathetic nervous system fires off into survival mode, but then your hormones are involved as well. And the big hormone player, not that they're trying to do that job 24 seven, but 
cortisol is a big player here. So initially you fire off a stress response signal to the brain, the brain sends it to the pituitary gland, pituitary gland sends a message to the adrenals that says norepinephrine, epinephrine, fire. And then if things don't settle down, which they oftentimes don't, because we're constantly in an I'm busy, I got stuff to do, I don't have time mode, cortisol fires. And the problem with cortisol is that it tells the body to conserve, conserve energy. It's trying to get you to handle business. But the number one job of cortisol is to regulate insulin. And insulin is a hormone that we got to pay a lot of attention to. It's the hormone that tells the body to bring glucose into the cells and into the liver. And when insulin begins to become deregulated because we're crying wolf all the time, um, then we start to store fat. We start to store fat in the liver. We start to store adipose tissue in our belly, hence the belly fat. Um, and we, we just don't go into fat burning mode very easily. And so these, this is kind of like this hormone, you know, and if you bring in the trifecta, then cortisol can also wear your thyroid down as well. And so you've got that hormone trifecta of, I call it the hormone hierarchy, where we completely, we throw off our mitochondrial function, which is our energy produces for every single cell in the body. And we literally th throw our metabolism into shambles. And so that's when we start to put on that weight. Um, and until we get off the, the, the rat race roller coaster of spiking our stress response system up over and over again, where our bodies are going to just keep doing the thing that they think is the best thing for us, which is again, survival and conservation, which is to store. And you know, I think it's interesting. You mentioned cortisol, insulin, and thyroid hormones. You didn't mention estrogen or progesterone. And I just mm -hmm. think that most women, when we hear of hormones, that's the ones we think of rightfully so and testosterone and all that. But I just love how you pointed out and you really, you know, you show us the whole picture that there's so many other hormones going on in your body and ones that were like, oh, it's okay that I live in a high stress environment all the time. You're like, no, <laughs> it's not because that is going to cause the weight resistance that is going to actually deplete you of energy and so forth. So, um, I just love that you pointed out that. So, so I, I have another question. So can emotional factors affect hormone levels and have an effect on weight? So you mentioned stress is one of those hormone um, emotions. Mm -hmm. Can other emotions impact that? And if so, what are some simple solutions that you have? I know you're all about simple self-care solutions and you have all that in your book. But tell us a little bit more about how emotions impact our hormones. Absolutely. I think, you know, you know, we, you know we're especially talking about on this podcast, I'm sure a lot of what comes up is, you know, feel the feeling of shame, the feeling of anger, um, the feeling of, of unworthiness and all of that plays a role. It ties back into the stress piece, the need to overachieve, the need to, to overproduce, um, to sh over show up, to over, over Peloton, over workout, whatever that is. Right. And, um, to kind of, you know, not feel so shameful to not feel so unworthy. Um, so that absolutely plays into how our body functions. It plays again into the stress response, the system, it plays into to our, our energy production. And it plays into overall um, opting into things that are high producing versus high nourishing. Um, and that can have a major tailspin on us as well. Um, it has an effect on our gut microbiome. It has an effect on our anxiety levels um, and, and how we're kind of managing the day. Um, you know, for me, it's all interconnected, but yeah, it all leads back to cortisol and insulin too. I mean, you can absolutely throw insulin out um, and insulin 
create insulin resistance um, through just just being so hard on yourself. Um, and it's no wonder we find ourselves kind of in this like scary catch 22 where we just keep finding this, this spiral where we're not having a lot of success, but we're really beating ourselves up about it. Yeah. I, I just love that. I think, you know, just the fact that you pointed out that how much our, even our mental and our emotional well-being impacts our physical well-being. And I just think we don't really see that from time to time. And, you know, the other day, I think I was at the end of my cycle. Cause my period, by the way, came back super early and I was like, Oh, well, hello. Um, but, you know, I was just, I was towards the end. I was feeling a little like, you know, all, all these emotions. And I just was like, why am I feeling? I'm like, oh, okay. But I just realized that I physically wasn't doing well because I actually allowed my emotions and my mind to just start thinking more negative things during that time. I'm a little bit more prone to that. And I just, I'm not well. I'm like, my stomach is hurting and all that. I'm like, oh, this is what's going on. What's going on mentally? What's going on emotionally? How can you process that? How can you talk it through? How can you use oils too? By the way, I've used one of your blends. I forgot which one it was. I was like, get that blend that she talked about. And um, yeah, and just really support myself. And then, yeah, I noticed by caring for myself mentally, emotionally, physically, I felt a lot better very soon on. It's so, so important. I love that. You know, um, I had recently done an interview with a woman. Um, she's called the period queen. Mm-hmm. Her name's Lucy. And she looks at all the emotional states of our menstrual cycle and the four yeah. phases of our menstrual cycle. And so often people want women to be in, in, in phase two and three mm-hmm. phase two is right. When we're heading into ovulation, right? We're like in that. our zone. We're happy. <laughs> we're carefree. We're like the everyday woman you see in a commercial. And then you've got ovulation where you're super cuddly and you're loving up on everybody and you're super, super nurturing and everyone loves that woman too. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we head into the luteal phase of our Mm -hmm. cycle where progesterone is supposed to come on up. And then as we head to the end of our luteal cycle, we are, those hormones dip progesterone and estrogen, both, both dip progesterone being a really feel good, relaxing hormone. And when it takes a nosedive, we really feel it. And all of a sudden our tolerance for BS just disappears, right? We all of it, we become a different person. Definitely we can kind of get stuck in a rut too, but it's really the time where we, we get, we get a look at that part of our cycle at the end of our luteal phase, maybe like day 25, day, day 24, day 26, whatever that may be. And it's really a time to love upon ourselves. It's like, it's kind of like the take phase. Like it's time for me, me time. Um, and maybe it's time for me to express some other emotions. I don't, I don't have to be, you know, super cheerleader, happy-go-lucky, go, 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 nurturing all the time. Maybe I get to feel into that too, mm-hmm. um, especially because that's what our hormones are doing. They are, they are decreasing. They are not binding to those receptor sites in the brain that are firing off those feel-good um feel-good chemicals and feel-good neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. And so I think, you know, I really want to reframe as I know that it's not always fun. Definitely that part of our cycle isn't always the fun time, but I think that there's a part of us that we can, we can embrace that. Maybe there's more creativity. Maybe there's definitely more self-care. Maybe there's definitely more carbs allowed. You know what I'm saying? And, and we just get to live a little bit more in the, the nurturing ourselves mode Mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that we need to have more of that conversation about how we get to love up on our bodies and maybe, maybe not be about everybody else at that moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that is perfectly okay. And clearly it's what we're meant to do when it comes to our cycle. 
Yeah, I just love how you pointed that out. Like this is like a biological thing that's happening that so many of us in our mind, you know, you talked about shame and guilt. We feel like, why, why don't I have control in those moments? Why am I like, but it's like, are your bodies actually going through this? This It's this natural thing. It's just yeah. like the seasons, you know, it's just telling you we're new season, honey. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're new season. It's about, it's this season about you. I know you're not used to it and I know yeah. you're going to fight it all yeah. the way. I mean, how many of us have like hit, hit trained our way through that part of our cycle and hated every minute of it or tried, you know, tried to like really show up for somebody and just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's not that, that, not that season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. And I mean, sometimes we got to, you know, make concessions, but at right. the end of the day, it's, it's really, I used to always, I used to go to my orange theory classes, like the day of my cycle, a day for my period. And it was so hard. Mm. It was so hard. It was, it was, I, I just fought my way through it. I was exhausted by the end of it. I was so depleted. And, um, and I just remember always like, okay, well, this is the part of my cycle. I just got to really fight through this whole process. Yeah. And, um, and it was never the right decision. <laughs> yes. No. And you want to know what I, at that moment, I've been going through the show 911. If anyone listens, um, it's about EMT and firefighters anyways. And I just was like, I'm going to watch a few episodes. I know I can be productive right now, but this is what I need. And, and, and for the first time ever, I was like, this is just what I need. And it's okay. Yeah. Cause I know me and I'm going to get it all done. And so yeah. trusting yourself as well. That you're always going to get it all done. What woman doesn't get it all done? Yes. Right. I mean, don't, I have never worried about that. I, I have always mm-hmm. been in such awe of women. I am, I am obsessed with women. That's why I do right. the work I do yes. because yes. there is nobody who gets done what women can get done. All you we know? need and, is your superwoman's blend and mm-hmm. we'll get it done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just a superwoman blend and you are set to go, but I promise you it ain't coming off your list just mm-hmm. because you decided to take a moment to yourself right. that you deserve. Yeah. It's just going over, you know, we have yeah. a little migrating system that the bullet journal people have, we just migrated to the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you just kind of talked a little bit about metabolic hormones. So if someone's like wanting to reset that or kind of jumpstart their metabolism in natural ways without taking a, you know, a supplement that they probably shouldn't take. What, what can they do? Mm. So there's a couple of things that we can do. Food is everything, right? Mm-hmm. That is the ticket. No surprise. Everyone's like, oh, womp, womp. But it's true. It is everything. Food is medicine. And I always say, you know, it start with a morning routine. If you can, mm-hmm. if you can make it happen. I, I love a metabolic boosting routine. I mean, my focus is always good protein, especially as we head into our 14, our forties and fifties, we become like, we just, we start to muscle atrophy. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to step up not only the, you know, the, the strength training, but also protein intake. So, and especially at breakfast, whether mm-hmm. at least that first meal of the day, I don't know if you're intermittent fasting or not, what you've got going on, you know, whether it's a 12 hour fast or whatever it may be, but that first meal, you've got to have it protein heavy. Every meal has got to be protein heavy for us as women. We just have got to build up that, that med- And it's how we also get our insulin levels back on track as mm-hmm. well. When we get those muscles going and they're, they're soaking up all that glucose. Yeah. So my, I love my metabolic boosting routine is first thing in the morning, drink your water, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of mint, whatever, even cucumbers. I've got so many recipes on this and there's so many fun ways to do it. We just always have it in the fridge. It's the first thing I do is drink a big, big, big glass of water, like 16 to 20 ounces. So I just prep up my gut and my liver. Um, next, um, if you're a coffee drinker or a matcha drinker, um, mm. I always, I want people swapping out their sugar, their sugar creamers, their delectable dessert 
for, I always say, just try cinnamon in your coffee. Mm -hmm. Just try cinnamon in your coffee for seven days. See what happens. Cinnamon is great for regulating insulin levels. And then whatever protein you can get in, whether it's a shake, a green smoothie, it's eggs, if you can tolerate them. Um, it's maybe yogurt or a coconut yogurt, if you can tolerate that as well. But just a way to get like at least 20 to 20 to 25 grams of protein in the morning, kind of create that metabolic boosting routine out the gate. But then really focus again on clean proteins, healthy fats, and as many colors of the rainbow, like a lot of fiber. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about 35 to 40 grams of fiber every single day so that your gut is working, your estrobolome is clearing estrogen, you're pooping all the things, you know, and you're stabilizing (laughs) sugar levels there. Um, And that's really the first step. And then the second is making sure that you've got the, the key nutrients that you need for your for your gut to function, for your hormones to function, and for your liver to function. Most women are nutrient deficient because of the conversation we had earlier, because we deplete. We deplete very, very quickly when we are running around handling business, right? Mm -hmm. When we are in rushing woman mode, uh, say goodbye to magnesium, say goodbye to B vitamins, say goodbye to choline and, and, and iron and zinc, because you are, you are, burning through them like nobody's business. So just look into, you know, you can test a lot of for for vitamins, things like vitamin D, you can test ferritin and iron, you can test for magnesium, you can test for certain B vitamins, look and see where you're at with that. Most of us are deficient. um, And I really recommend people filling in those nutrient gaps. Mm. So those are the first two things. And then over all of that is mindset. Just really knowing and believing that you are worthy. You are worthy of good food. You are worthy of self-care. You are worthy of taking care of you and focusing on you. And you are worthy of, you know, of, of, of having the energy that you want. Mm -hmm. That's going to be another big piece of that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my start. That's the, it's just bringing, adding the things in. And then, um, I always say that you cannot, you cannot green smoothie your way out of chronic stress. Yes. Yeah, it will help. I pro- it will help. You it know, will. You, it, it definitely will get you a little bit there. But again, if you're running on fumes and you're depleted, again, that magnesium will help. It right. will give your mitochondria what it needs to a degree, you know. And so um, that then you got to you have to bring in some level of self care, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be super fancy. It's never fancy for me. You know, um, my best friend's coming into town this weekend and she's mm-hmm. like, we, you want to go get your nails done? Like, let's, 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 let's get you out of the house. We'll leave the baby with the boys. And I was like, one, I get not getting my nails done because it's toxic and I'm breastfeeding. So th- this, you know, they are not, I have not had my yeah. nails painted since, since when I got pregnant. Um, and number two, it's, it's, you know, for me, that's not self-care. Right. I want to walk on the beach. Mm -hmm. I want to get a, I want to get a matcha, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so those are the things that I'm going to get to do with her this weekend with our little two hour little jaunt outside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So nature, loving yourself, making a tea for yourself, breathing in an essential oil, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, just, just punctuate throughout the day. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those are great. And I just, I love that because it's, it's so simple yet we, we make it a little bit more complicated. It is just eat good food and nourish your body. Like stop seeing food as, um, something that's just about your weight or just about a diet or just about your scale. See it as nourishment. That's actually what nutrition means. It's like the Latin word is to nourish. And so to fuel, to fuel. Yeah. Your cells need to eat. They need to I think that's your cell like, energy. Give yourself permission to eat right there. You know, I just yeah. think 
we, you know, and that's the problem with so many diets. Like, I think there's a time and place for a certain diet, but we're just depleting ourselves. And so your body's smart. It's like, that's why when you, you know, you constantly go on that diet roller coaster cycle, it's like, Oh, hold on to everything because she's going to go into famine mode. And it's like, no, no, no. Feast your body, but feast it with good things. Like Absolutely. Well, and a little bit of a side note is I have an oh autoimmune God. condition, um, mm-hmm. Hajimoto's thyroiditis. Yeah. And there are certain things that, that I, there are foods that are inflammatory that will right. drive up um, that thyroid issue. And that depletes me and that give, doesn't give me the energy I need to, to win, to, to mm-hmm. do the things I want to do in life. And so there are foods that are off of my list, right. um, but only because they create inflammation and disease in the body. Yeah. Uh, it's not about, it's not connected to weight for me. It's connected to health mm-hmm. and vitality. And if I want to fuel my body, I always say food is moving you closer or away from inflammation. And we mm-hmm. want to use eat the foods that are moving us further away from inflammation, moving us towards a state of, of harmony and where your body's really thriving. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there are sugars, one of those foods, I ain't gonna lie. And, you know, I got, I've got family di- di- history of diabetes in my family when insulin's off, thyroid's off even more. And so, you know, there are certain foods that I find, you know, if you figure out you've got those intolerances and then love your body enough to chuck them to the side. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wouldn't say that it's ever a focus for me as weight because I, for me, weight is a, it's so often it's a, it's a side effect of inflammation too. Right. You know, and so we got to always, you know, figure out, you know, what, what's driving the inflammation in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where true health comes from. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's talk about your new book then, right? Okay. So you wrote the essential oils hormone solution, which was mm-hmm. an amazing book. I remember, I would think I was like on a plane to the Philippines for some missions trip. And I just was like, I'm going to carry this book because I want to read it. And it was just, I'm going to carry this heavy book. I love it. I, it was at the stack. I think I had yours and Dr. Jolene's. I just was like wanting to learn as much about hormones. And so it was just amazing. I read through it in all one setting, but you know, you came up with the second one about essential oils and kind of menopause solutions. So tell us a little bit, what drove you to want to, you know, write the second book? Absolutely. Yes. I was on the book tour for the EO hormone solution and I was meeting so many amazing women. I met thousands of women and a big chunk of those women were in their forties and their fifties. And when I was signing the books, um, every single one of those women asked me, is there something in here for me? Cause I feel so, um, I feel put to the wayside. I feel unheard. Mm. And I, and I feel, I don't, I feel like my doctors don't have my best interest at heart. Mm. And this was, I heard this over and over and over again. It just broke my heart. And I remember I was in the middle of that book tour. Um, one of the nights I went home and I wrote a proposal for this book, um, because I wanted women to feel like they could see themselves in it. Um, and that was the deal. I wrote it. I wrote a, a five-page book proposal and sent it to my publishing house. And they were like, this is the book we hoped you wanted to write. Oh, and nice. they approved it. And I started writing it in the summer of 2019. Mm. Um, so yeah, six months after the book, the other book came out, I started write, working on this book. And um, that was the impetus for it. I really wanted women to see themselves in, in that, what I consider to be like a 20, 20, good, 20 plus year span in, in this book with, with solutions that were well-researched, that were all natural, that they could implement themselves in the comfort of their own home. That mm. was what mattered most to me. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us a little bit about, so say we get this book, which mine is on the way. Well, it comes out in April. So mine yes. is coming soon. I'm really excited for it, but you know, like if they were, you know, someone were to buy it, what kind of things would they learn? And, um, you know, and obviously essential oils is going to be part of it, but what are some other things around perimenopause and menopause? 
So it's very root cause driven, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, well, most doctors, if they recommend anything to you, it's going to be, uh, if you go into the office, they're going to recommend birth control pills. They're going to recommend hormone replacement, synthetic hormone replacement, like Premarin. Um, and, um, it just, just nasty stuff. Unfortunately, um, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily help our bodies. Um, cholesterol medications, antidepressant medications, anti-anxiety medications. Those are typically the, the most of the medications that women are going to get in their forties and their fifties. Um, and not really going to help solve the problem. So I wanted to show women why, because mm-hmm. that's the question we all should be asking our doctors is like, why do I have fibroids? Why am I having night sweats? Why am I struggling with my sleep? Why do I have no energy? You know, I, I, these are the questions we should be asking. And so I went and deep dove into all the root causes for every major symptom that women experience during perimenopause and menopause. And then after giving them the why, so that they felt heard, they felt like they understood what was going on with their bodies, laid out all of the best research in solutions. So from essential oils, recipes Mm -hmm. to supplementation and self-care, all of that's in the chapters of part one and two. And then chapter in part three is a 21 day hormone reset, hormone Mm -hmm. makeover plan, Mm -hmm. um, specifically for women in their forties and their fifties. We've had thousands of women already go through it with phenomenal results. And so it's so fun and it's all there. Everything that they need is in there in the book Mm -hmm. that they can implement. And there's so much grace in it um, that I, I, the goal is really to get women into that, that vibrant, confident, eased state where they feel like they're really rocking the next phase of their life. Mm, I'm so excited. It's just, I mean, obviously I'm in my early thirties at this point, but you know, even after having a kid, well, before that, I've just felt like, okay, this is not my twenties. And so, you know, knowing that my thirties and my forties and fifties is just going to be different. Like, I'm just, I feel very blessed to like have people like you and so many others who are leading the way in this and like speaking up for women in a, in a, in a time where, you know, I think in your interview in one of your summits with, um, Dr. Northrup, she just talked about that's half of our life is in this Mm -hmm. perimenopause and menopause phase that no one really is supporting us. And I just, I just love that you're, but you're, you're doing that through your book and your work and, um, so many things. So where can people buy your book and learn more about you? I know you have so many great resources and blog, but where can they find you on the web? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, my favorite place to go, if you're on social is going to be Instagram, it's at Dr. Marisa. Um, I love to connect there. Um, the next place is my podcast, essentially Mm. you, which is devoted entirely to women's hormone health and mindset and everything connected to all things, um, just supporting women and nourishing women. And then the book, um, we actually have a book bonus page and it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Nobles. It's all the places. Um, but the book bonus page has our menopause toolkit for perimenopause Mm. and menopausal women. And it's drmarisa.com slash menopause book. And there we have $500 worth in bonuses, including chapters that didn't make it into the book, master classes, all kinds of cheat sheets, um, shopping guides for the 21 day program. Just it's a companion guide or companion toolkit that goes with the book. And so Mm -hmm. you get the book, you get the toolkit and you're set to go. Wow. I am so excited. Hopefully everyone else is too. Yeah. So, I mean, just thank you so much again. I just feel like every time you come on, I just want to transcribe everyone, you know, your episodes, just because there's so much great things that you're talking about. You're a wealth of information, but I think it's your heart, your heart for really like just to see women healthy and thriving and be the CEO of their health. And um, just so grateful for you and your work. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks. So guys, so guys, be sure to check out all the show notes where you're going to get links for all of that. Make sure you grab her book comes out this month and make sure you check out all of her great stuff. So thanks guys. 
What an amazing episode with Dr. Marisa. I hope that you are leaving just encouraged and inspired to really take care of your health as a woman. You know, in in the first episode that I had with her, I think it was episode 106 or 109 or something, she talked about how we're always hormonal. And I think she even highlighted that here in this episode that, you know, women, we don't just have those female hormones. We have over 50 plus hormones that are really working together to support our body but sometimes they get out of whack and so this episode plus all of her work and plus even my free training i'm doing on thursday can really help balance your hormones naturally so make sure you sign up um for updates weekly updates on this podcast if you haven't yet and get access to my library of episodes where I have her other episode plus a bunch of other ones listed there around hormone and physical health but also make sure you join me on Thursday for my free training on top my top tips to balance your hormones naturally and make sure you grab her book please grab her book. I read her last one, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, and it was powerful and amazing. And I'm so excited to support my clients and even those women in my life who are entering the perimenopause and menopause stage. All right. Enjoy this episode. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. But I can't wait to see you on the newsletter in the free training and can't wait to hear how the book was for you. All right. See you on the next one. That's it. That's another episode of the More Than Your Weight podcast. I'm so honored that you would allow me to share my thoughts or even share my guest thoughts with you this week. But I want you to know you're not alone. So make sure you join the More Than Your Weight Women's community where you can process this podcast and just get support in whatever area you are on in your More Than Your Weight journey. And also make sure you follow me on Instagram. You can message me um, and just, yeah, we can have a conversation. You can process this podcast. Follow me at madewell345. All right, that's it. And I will see you on the next episode.